on page 50 of the book, Alcoholics Anonymous. 50, the you guys uh, like last that ice part. Ice? Yeah, what, what paragraph? On? The last paragraph starting with here and then yeah. one more paragraph on 51 I'll read, okay? Yeah. Here are thousands of men and women, worldly indeed. They flatly declare that since they have come to believe in a power greater than themselves, to take a certain attitude toward that power and to do certain simple things, there has been a revolutionary change in their way of living and thinking. In the face of collapse and despair, in the face of the total failure of their human resources, they found that a new power, peace, happiness, and sense of direction flowed into them. This happened soon after they wholeheartedly met a few simple requirements. Once confused, and baffled by the seeming futility of existence, they show the underlying reasons why they were making heavy going of life. Leaving aside the drink question, they tell why living was so unsatisfactory. They show how the change came over them when many hundreds of people are able to say that the, conscious, that the consciousness of the presence of God is today the most important fact of their lives. They present a powerful reason why one should have faith. I'm gonna stop there, Paul, and hand it to you. All right, thank you. And thanks for uh, volunteering to do the service and stuff. Yeah. Welcome. Thank yeah, you. thank you very much. Everyone who does. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, all right, yeah. Mm -hmm. We've gone over this once, it's a nice one. Uh, so here are thousands of men and women, worldly indeed, they flatly declare that since they have come to believe in a power greater than themselves. So in that case, that's step two, obviously, yeah? So and step two, in my humble opinion, is an observational step. So it says you came to believe, meaning, there was enough evidence that something was doing for you what you couldn't do for yourself, which was like staying sober for eight weeks. And this kind of stuff that was happening now in your life uh, brought about a recognition that uh, you, had, you came to believe through these events, yeah, through these little demonstrations of something finally working. So then it says here, uh, certain attitude toward that power yes let's say that's humility you know surrender and stuff like that and to do certain simple things which are the principles the suggestions the steps and uh themselves to take a certain attitude yes and then there has been a revolutionary change in their way of living and thinking you could say uh, there has been a revolutionary change in my way of think, living and thinking. In the face of collapse and despair, in the face of the total failure of their human resources. Now, in my case, this is what's worked the best for me, is this idea of not trying to learn a new way of managing, but admit that you're not managerial quality. It just works. Yeah, it's it stays like that. 
and then there's a then there's a surrendered and it's just that becomes established it's not like you keep trying to manage and seeing if you're doing a little better than the last time you tried to manage you just admit uh that you're outmatched yes and that allows a whole lot of other possibility to come in and if you're not admitting that life's going to probably teach you the best that uh maybe it would be wise to admit that yes because perhaps there's a better way because a lot of times when we're trying to manage there's the trusting in self obviously we're trusting that self is going to pull off something that it hasn't been able to in the past so it really gets captured by the definition of insanity really we keep relying on something that's unreliable yeah so in some conditions some days we're actually relying on that which is defeating us yes it's amazing <laughs> so what could we expect other than another defeat so uh, certain simple things there has been a revolutionary change in their way of living and thinking so this is where really a new basis uh, a new attitude and outlook a new happiness and freedom this isn't a rehabbed, uh, renovated, restored condition. It's These are new conditions brought about by uh, reliance on this higher power. Yeah. The old employer is not, you know, the new employer. So they found that a new power, peace, happiness, and sense of direction flowed into them. Now, I feel a lot of people have that feeling in recovery that just even when you're doing a talk sitting here, you feel something moves through you. That's the sense. It doesn't feel like I've, I've, I'm awash with this knowledge and then I reach in and pull some of it out and, and, and present it. No, I'm empty, so to speak, and then something comes through. Really, that's how I feel about it. And I think that's what they capture. Hold on. That's what they capture, this thing of uh, the new, the uh, a certain attitude toward the power. In a, they found that a new power, yes, yeah, happens soon. Yeah, so this feeling that something is flowing through is really an intimate sensation I have quite a lot. And this is for over years and years and years. So in a way, uh, there's never a point that I become, uh, I get moved to the level of management. Yeah, I'm much better directed than directing. Because the fact is when I think I'm directing, itself is directing, yeah? Because we're basically being used by something. Like it says, we have a new employer, which is to employ something, is to use something. The old employer was using us also. Hopefully it feels a lot different under the new employer, yeah? So we're gonna be used. It just basically is perhaps there's a better way. Instead of being used by self, we'll be used by the higher power, yeah? And what's gonna galvanize that and make that sincere leap into an established condition is to trans the migration of faith from self to the higher power. Yeah. And this is what I feel the program does. I don't believe the program 
takes care of a spiritual malady, I believe it diminishes the mental influence. Yeah. And when the mental influence is, is diminished, another possibility that was before seen as an unsuspected inner resource now becomes a practical uh, manifesting inner resource. Yeah. And you can see where the fruit coming from. You can tell the fruit by, you can tell the tree by the fruit. You've been, you know, we've been on that diet, that mental diet for a long time. And now hopefully in their parlance, we're on a spiritual diet. Yeah. And you'll know the tree by its fruits. Yeah. So they found that a new power, peace, happiness, and sense of direction flowed into them. And then we say, you know, you have it by giving it away. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't believe that you have to have it to give it away. I believe if you're willing to give it away, you'll have it. Yeah. That's my feeling. So this happened soon after they wholeheartedly met a few simple requirements. What's that? One of them don't drink today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be convinced self is what has defeated us be convinced any life run on self-will isn't going to be successful be convinced that a power greater than us has now restored us to sanity yeah that you know you and power could do it yeah yeah being convinced of those things is the fulfillment of the requirement yeah so a few simple requirements yeah you're fucked basically yeah far out once one con once confused and baffled by the seeming futility of existence why is that because you're not seeing clearly yes you're not seeing the underlying causes and conditions you're looking from the underlying causes and conditions <laughs> that's quite confusing and baffling yeah by the seeming futility of existence, they showed the underlying reasons why they were making heavy going of life. Yes. Leaving us aside the drink question. Yes. That's the, that's the admission. Yeah. The admission is not drinking. Yeah. Seriously, or a desire not to drink, or a willingness not to drink. Yeah. That's the admission. Yeah. Yeah. Leaving aside the drink question, they tell why living was so unsatisfactory because I was relying on something that was in the business of defeating me. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, any any life, my life run on self-will was hardly being successful. Yeah. Sounds my life sounds different than self. Yeah. There's a life that I have before self takes it. Yeah. And self uses that life that I have to live its life through us, through me. Basically, I get assigned to be the, the, the means of transportation, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and now self is having a field day, making mountains out of molehills, constantly reacting to false evidence. 
they show how the change came over them. Yeah, by doing these, following the, this, doing the steps, following the suggestions, getting into service, being available to other people, all that stuff. When many hundreds of people are able to say that the consciousness of the presence of God, cut out of God, just say the consciousness of the presence, yeah? You don't even have to put of God. You could put of Buddha, of who, whatever, Jesus, but just the, basically it's the consciousness of the presence. Yeah. Is today the most important fact of their lives. They present a powerful reason why one should have faith. What we're saying here is we have faith. It's just what we have faith in is the problem. Yeah. There's tons of faith. I mean, how could you make mountains out of molehills? Only but through faith. Yeah. How could you worry so much about next week? It overrides the experience of today or becomes the experience of today. That's faith. That's what faith can do. Faith and faith is, and we're full of it. We're a chunk full of it, but it's going to manifest in the vehicle it's put in. So the alcoholic is an example of faith put into self. Yeah. Faith put into the self-centeredness has produced an incredible need to try to feel different than we're feeling now. And that need set off a seeking and something led that seeking and that which led the seeking for the solution was the problem. Yeah. So it gave us a great solution. Oh yeah, just drink and do drugs. And then that solution becomes a huge problem. Yeah. So we all have faith. I mean, if you don't think you have faith, you have faith in that statement. Yeah. If someone says they don't have any faith, isn't that faith in that statement? Yeah. It's just like the idea of quit playing God. If that which is playing God, which is the problem, here and claims to be the hearing of that statement, quit playing God, and sets out to stop playing God, that which is playing God cannot stop playing God. That's playing God. Yeah. You don't have a lack of faith. It's what the faith has been put in is the problem. Yeah. I put in, I have great faith in something that's unreliable. So what does that produce? Lots of anxiety. <laughs> if that faith was put in something that was reliable, that same faith would produce an ease and comfort right now. Put it into the head, it produces anxiety right now. Is that a different species of faith? No. Faith is a force that manifests by the vehicle it's put in. Yeah. Knowing it or not, there's a lot of faith in self. And faith is unreliable. It says it beautifully on page 67. Why are you in so much fear today? And so some people would say fear is the opposite of faith, all right? So why are we in so much fear today? Isn't it because self-reliance has failed us? So the faith in self has produced fear. Isn't that incredible? The faith in self is producing the fear that we'd like to get out of. What else could produce fear? 
an apparent threat, yes. But most people's fear is not from an apparent threat. It's mental anxiety. They're reacting to something that isn't actually happening, but there's such a faith that it will happen or it could happen that they feel an effect from an imaginary cause. I'm sitting with someone right in the same bench. That person, it's unbearable. It's unfucking bearable. They can't wait to get something to change how they feel. It's another person, you just chill out, looking at the birds, listening to everything going on. Yeah, it's obviously not the bench that's causing the condition, is it? It's not the birds or the weather or the, 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 the songs of the birds. That's not causing the condition. That person is in a deep mental condition. He's in a hallway of fear produced by faith. Yeah, what the head is telling him, he completely believes it. And therefore, he's apt to drink or use or do some fucking insane thing in the next half hour. Yeah, faith. So. And then he goes on, if you, if you follow it from page 51 to page 53, uh, he talks about faith again. He's the bottom of it. He says that was natural about what he was just talking about the next last two pages without no, but then he says, but let us think a little more closely without knowing it. See, this is the requirement where self can defeat us. This is its requirement. It has to keep us in the dark. Yes. So without knowing it, had we not been brought to where we stood by a certain kind of faith. Yeah. No, it was, it, it came about by a certain thing we had faith in, really, which is this imaginary idea of self. Had we not been brought to where we stood by a certain kind of faith, for did we not believe in our own reasoning? Or thinking, yeah? Did we not have confidence in our ability to think? What was that but a sort of faith? Yes, we had been faithful, abjectly faithful to the God of reason. So there's that which is playing God. You want to call it the God of reason? That's what's playing God. You, it's not talking about you. It's talking about the God of reason. And that which is, that's what's playing God. So in one way or another, we discovered that faith had been involved all the time. And I would say is involved all the time. It's not historical. Yeah. The effects of faith aren't historical, though they have been. They're contemporary. They're happening now. So in one way or another, we discovered that faith had been involved all the time. And what's the new way? What's the new way? Trust or faith in the infinite instead of finite self. Faith is the big mover and shaker here. Yeah? You don't have it. 
it basically has you. So if there was a huge force and I can't even handle a minor force, it would make a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of, uh, it would be a lot of wisdom to turn that large force that I actually am over to something that knows better how to use it. Yeah, because we saw what the head has done with it. Could you imagine what the higher power could do with it? Yeah, know how deep in hell you were by giving this faith over to the self. Could you imagine the, the pink cloud that you could develop and live in? by having this faith put into the higher power? Just admit you can't make the move. You can't move the faith. And then you'll, and just do what we do. And what we do is the activity of allowing the faith to move, move from self into the higher power. And your life will look exactly like they just said here on page 50. It's going to have, you're going to start seeing it and it's going to fit these, these descriptions because they went through the same thing. They were defeated by self and they're talking about the relief or the release from that defeat. And it sounds very familiar to our release from that because it's the same thing we're being released from. They were captured in 1935. We're captured 2023. But the description of the relief is fits perfectly right now. When you hear their description of the promises or page 84, placed in a position of neutrality with no thought or effort on your part, it feels exactly like that. Their descriptions of the solution are so right on. They're so spot on because it's the same thing we're getting relieved of. It's not Kerry. It's not the Kerry's of 1935. It's not the Paul's of the 1935. It's from something, self. It's not even a thing, but let's use the terminology. Paint a picture so you can see it as other. Because if you still think it's a part of you, it's acting like the whole of you. Yeah, you may be but thinking, oh, it's just a part of me. It's living as if it's the whole of you. It's parasitical. It's not making okay. <laughs> it's not making a deal. Okay, I'll only have half an acre. It's going to want more. Haven't you seen its nature? It's bit us in the ass so many times. Can't you tell it has fangs? It's, you got to recognize it sooner or later. The teeth marks are all over our ass. I did it. No, you didn't. You did not do this to yourself. You did not do this to yourself. Something else did. You're not that terrible, self-hating motherfucker. You're really not. There's an innocence, a light of innocence that can't be put out. Yeah. But it can be attracted back into influence in your own life. It can be brought back out into your own life through this program. 
The light isn't gone anywhere. It's just not being called. Yeah. This freaking, the program will give like a beautiful dog whistle and that will come out. Yes. The best qualities of you will start showing up. And there'll be room to accept the other qualities because you're not an earth-shattering villain. You're, you're, not, you're not that relevant, yes? You're not leaving a huge mark on every person that you meet. You just, I've left so many lifelong terrible, you know, you haven't. They took a shower after they were with you and it's pretty much over. We don't, we don't have the effect we think we do. But we could have an incredible effect on others being directed by the higher power. We could, and we will, and we are. So check out faith. Check out the idea. I'm not talking about a faith. I'm not talking about a faith. I'm talking about faith like gravity, faith like a force dark matter, whatever. There's a force here, and I call it faith. Yeah? Yeah. And if there's a faith in the spirit, you can override your old beliefs. Beliefs cannot withstand the current or the force of faith. They can't. Yeah? You'll be able to, your mind can be changed through faith. Yes? So, yeah, thank you for reading, and there you go. Thank you, Paul. Does anyone have any questions for Paul today? Maybe a little comment? You can raise your hand. You can use the raise hand feature in the reactions tab. Well, that's great. We can say goodbye. Mm -hmm. We can we can say goodbye today. We Girl. can. We can say hello. <laughs> we can say goodbye. Or we can say hi to Sally. <laughs> There's a lot of people here. Let me just basically put something out and uh, now some people are coming. All right, good. Yeah, let's go with everyone. And then if there's new people, I'd like to just to present the case on page 64 about the being convinced self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. Yeah, but let's go to the questions for the share. Okay, Sally, you're up. Hi, thank you. Um, yeah, just to share, I guess, but I was just that thing of faith when I was losing all my money by trade and gambling, and I couldn't be wrong, right? So that's why that's how I did it. That's how I lost it all. And um, like I worked so hard to lose all that money. It wasn't like I was having I'm like I should have just been having fun, but I wasn't. I was working hard to do it. But yeah. now I what you were saying just now, I was thinking I had like that determination and resolute idea of what was going to happen i mean if i put that into something else like that would i would be kind of unstoppable 
because there was so much energy going into this. I'm going to be right. Blah. I mean, it was just all bullshit. But you know, so so yeah. So that's that. That was it. It was just a response to this um, idea of yeah. I have no lack of faith, no lack of determination, no lack of anything when it comes to being <laughs> being being Sally back then. So yeah, it's just a transfer, right? Yes. And you can't make the transfer. That's the good news. Oh, good. That's good. Yeah, I was just trying to work out how to do it. For you to uh, criticize yourself for failing about. No, it's just an admittance Mm -hmm. that you can't pull it off. And then we do these simple things that trigger that pulling off. Yeah. Yes. It's like a migration. The birds haven't forgot where they, they come from. Yeah. Just release them from the mental nest. They'll find their way to spirit for sure. They haven't. It hasn't. Yeah. You haven't been exiled from that condition. Your head believes you've done enough to exile yourself. That's just that fucking thing playing God once again. Yeah. If you're into the Bible, read the New Testament. Read the prodigal son. I hope I haven't changed it, but the way I read it, was that the person, it seemed like it was, everything was based on if he could just give up the story about being so bad. And when all of a sudden he did, that which he thought was gonna be like a trip to get back to his home, he was right there. His father gave him a ring, put a robe on, said, we're having a big feast. It didn't seem like it took any time to make that happen. It, he was spending a lot of time causing it not to happen, holding it back from being right about how wrong he was. Yeah. And that's a lot of people in recovery. They want to be right about how wrong they are. And when sobriety starts bringing new information, their head can't take it because they've had a story. Yes. So then they go back out and go back into that familiar glove of being right about how wrong they are. Yeah. That's all faith. Yeah. You can't conjure faith up. You can get a a faith, yes. A faith, but faith is a force, yeah? And that force is going to manifest by what it's put in, yeah? We've seen it, faith in self, what it's produced. I've seen it, yeah? I was up many nights, you know, I used to go on cocaine retreats, seven to 10 days up constantly. That thing showed itself from its fucking nose to its tail. I mean, it was just trampling all over me. And you can imagine there's the payoff cost ratio in drug use is gets less and less payoff and more and more cost. But then at that point, there's so much faith of the unbearability of being sober in the moment, you'll do almost fucking anything to check out. That was all by faith. Yeah. I had faith in the head that was leading me into these situations. I had complete faith in it. Had faith in the head about God. I had faith in the head about me. I had faith in the head about you. I had faith in the head about the world. Yeah. And I got the world. 
as seen by self. I got me as seen by self. I got you as seen by self. Yeah. I took upon its view as my view. And it's fucking, it would have been better if it killed me. It just choked out so much shit. But thank God, nothing can remove the inherent state. You, no matter how many sins you've committed, no matter how much black paint you try to paint over light, the light comes through. It can't kill the fucker. Yeah. So, yeah. That's my feeling about it. And I'm telling you, the relief that I've had has been based on seeing page 64 as self is representing a foreign activity. I am tired of hearing all these expressions in my head, taking them as an order, as something else I can't do and trying to do, another failing experiment. No, I see those as, as expressions of effects, yeah? If I do certain things, these things are going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I am the receiver. I am not the cause. Yeah. So, I mean, this, this, this cloth was dyed black, and now it's been dyed another color. The cloth was never black. Yeah. It was dyed black. And now it's been dyed another color. Yes. The cloth has always been there. Yeah. So, yeah. And when people say they don't have faith, that's faith. Yeah. They have faith that they don't have faith. <laughs> As you can't get away from it. It's just like the that which is playing God can't quit playing God. That would be playing God. You can't get away from it. Yeah. The playing God if it tries to quit playing God, is playing God. That's it. Yeah. You can't get out. The beauty is realize you're not in. Because if you're in, it's got you. That's why it seems that that seemingly hopeless state seems hopeless. <laughs> that's why. Yeah. Because all you see when you're trying to look as in, you know, for a way out from in, there ain't many. Yeah, but if you see the in from out, the, the before out, the spirit, you'll see there's no need to escape from an imaginary place. Just do what we do here. Go where we go, and you're freaking going to get relieved of this bondage. Yeah. It's not rocket science. And the beautiful thing is, it's not faith in the program. The program is sound. It's faith in the higher power. Yeah. The program is sound. It's going to produce the effects. It will. If you have a little bit of willingness and you just stay sober and trust this process, you're going to be affected. At least you'll not drink. Yeah. And use, which is huge in our lives. Yeah. You'll definitely get that. Yeah. And then you may think I've struggled with it. And then one day you'll realize, hey, I haven't been struggling with the drink. And so this miracle happened. What was the specific goal of AA has been produced. You're sober. Yeah. You're not drinking anymore. Day at a time. Hallelujah. And then there's so much more, if you like. If you don't like it, far out. Don't. Yeah. 
I just saw there was a bondage that traveled from the problem to the solution. Yeah. So when I got sober, the, the problem was still there. Yeah. It wasn't in its flamboyant wardrobe. It wasn't ruining lives and shit, but it was still there. Yeah. And the, the last thing I wanted was the problem to have an important say about the solution. So <laughs> there's no way. So I don't want to be sober 35 years and have tons of anxiety about something my head says I did 36 years ago. I'm not in that to me. Yeah. I think that that baggage could be dropped. I do. I do. I think the past could be dropped. Yeah. Because I know for a fact, I didn't do most of the shit that happened through me when I was taken over. Just like I know for a fact that I'm not doing what this higher power is doing for me. Yeah. If I apply the same principle to the lower power. That lower power was doing through me shit that I would never have come up with myself. Yeah. It's the same principle, but it's a different effect because the higher power is different than the lower power. Yeah. So when people have all praise and gratitude for all the gifts they've gotten from sobriety, I wish they would apply that same thing and and send, send you know send all the old bills back to the old employer. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, I do not believe I chose to do most of the shit I did under the influence. I don't. Yeah. I feel like I was taken over and used for transportation because I sure drive just like any other addict and alcoholic. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, if one of you gets it far out, if no one gets it far out, I guess I get it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's just, uh, yeah, it's just, I mean, <laughs> let's say your days are rainy every day. Yeah. Maybe you're in active alcoholism. So your windshield has a movement. Windshield wipers are having to go off every second to clean the view. Yes. And it seems like this is the only form of maintenance I can have. It's raining for sure. So the only thing I have is windshield. What happens when a sunny day occurs? And then the, you don't see through the windshield movement anymore. You're seeing clearly. Yes. You're seeing clearly. Yeah. This is what happens. You can see clearly about the source or the underlying causes and conditions because you're not at the effect of the underlying causes and conditions to a certain level where you were drowning in them. So you couldn't see a freaking thing. You can now see that activity that used to defeat you. Yeah, And hopefully when you see it, you'll bring it to step six and seven and ask that power, which is getting, got you sober, to take it, reconfigure it, and use it for whatever way it wants, yeah? And then you just keep traveling lighter, yeah? Yeah, so, anyway, next one, hon. Is that all right, nope. Sally? Oh, well. Um, Paul, hey, it's Nina. I just wanna let you know, we yeah. do have a new person today. His name is Joe. I just wanna let you know, it's his first time here. 
All right. Well, we'll get to Joe in a little while. <laughs> but uh, okay. the whole idea is if you're interested in what happens here, you can listen to any of the YouTube things and it will you'll get back to the same point, which is rooted on page 64 and a couple of paragraphs down. Being convinced self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. And then see the distinction between resentment as a manifestation of self instead of your talk as instead of you seeing it as yours. That's all. Yeah. Because I see a resentment, the faith that is in you gets transferred to resentment through my, and now the resentment can live for 50 freaking years. It's amazing. So. That's all right, Joe. So that's the premise. All right, let's go back to the next. Okay, Paul. Uh, we have Jason up. Jason W. from California. Yeah, I know. I know where Jason is. Yeah. Hey, Paul. Good to see yeah. you. Hey. I'll be kind. Of, I'll be kind of brief because I didn't think a lot of people would raise their hands. I just, I'm just blown away by uh, seeming coincidences. I was just going over this same section with the sponsor today. And a, a lot of stuff that I was able to share from him to him came from experiences that I've had along the lines of what you're talking about. But uh, this, you really, this, I just want to say, people aren't aware of the full moon right now. And I noticed this meeting is very intense. It has very wonderful energy. I'm glad I came here today. But um, this business that you said about faith being like an energy or something like that. That that was that was new information for me. So I'm really glad that I heard that and that you talked about it a lot. So that's all. I I don't have a question, and I think I should just yield to other people that do. But it's good to see you, and I really appreciate this meeting today. Oh, great, Jason. And again, do you would uh, remember when you were a kid? Would you ever want a young kid have an M80, you know, MR, whatever, little fire? like a bigger thing than a firecracker? No, because you know the kid, his understanding, yeah, he shouldn't be dealing with that kind of force. Well, this right. is what happened to us. We are representing a huge force and it's been obvious that which was directing it wasn't doing that great of a job or it did a great job for what it was looking for. But we at our <laughs> expense, yes? So- yeah. Yeah, why Jesus, why would Jesus say, you know, you know, the faith the size of a mustard seed can move mountains? Yes. Right. Yes. Why? Because he's, he talked about it as, you know, as you believe, so it is. This is the power that we are. So as we believe in false evidence, so it is. Yeah. Wow. Until we wake up in the prison or in jail <laughs> that's a little late to get the message that when it was false evidence you were following but sometimes you know the hard way is the only way for some of us yeah but so thank you jason yes yeah. thanks paul right. i'm in the past all right okay see another um, one right next to paul, jason we have warren up next all right warren hi paul Thank you so much. Uh, well, I was doing some, uh, I was looking at some resentments and, uh, and uh, been looking at resentments. And then I had an incident, uh, I woke up one morning and my uh, wife said something snide to me. 
and I just went off. I mean, I just went off and I was like, you know, and then I, the day went on, you know, I went to work, whatever. And I was uh, thinking about it. I'm like, you know, I was, I did that because I resented her, you know, and that really brought the resentment to light. And I'm thinking, well, you know, bring that to my higher power, et cetera, et cetera. And I started thinking about it and the resentment wasn't there. I don't have a resentment. It's the self's resentment. I mean, it finally clicked for me. It's yeah. not, it's not my resentment. No, exactly. And I really, it's the eye is free of all of that. And the yes. self it just wants to run with it. And I just really appreciate your pointings. And I mean, for me to see that was just like, you know, I can think about it all day and philosophize over, you know, non-duality or whatever all day long, but to actually see it, I mean, it just struck me as just awesome. I just really appreciate you, Paul, and all that you uh, do and that you keep the message consistent and, and you're so inclusive. And I really appreciate you, Paul. Thank you. Well, Warren, that's the key there. See, uh, like it says, you know, a, a, a picture is worth more than a thousand words. Yes. When it's illustrated and you get it through that illustration, it's much more impactful. Yeah. Yeah. I feel. Yes. So, yeah, this is the thing. It's not like there is a self. It's a way of looking at life through the lens of self. Yeah, and the system uses an activity I call selfing to keep reinforcing this way of looking, self-centered. Yeah, this self-centered way of looking to the at the expense of any other possibility. Yeah, so everything we look at, even other ways of looking, as are seen from self-centeredness. Yeah, same. Yeah, so. Uh, when you have an illustration, uh, that kind of knowledge is much more potent than thinking you know something. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because it was it wasn't there at all. Yes. <laughs> it's like yeah. I don't have a resentment. It's it's uh -oh. bullshit. <laughs> you don't exactly. And the thing it, is, it seems so powerful at the moment. Like <laughs> yes, it because, seemed like the biggest thing in the world. <laughs> so let's say something that. You couldn't be in a resentment every moment. Yeah, it's impossible. So, but it has you triggered to believe you're resentful by, by this reinforcing this resentment. So it uses an event to, to talk about a condition. Yeah, you're not in a resentful condition. A resentment came in, did its little number. And now you're convinced to be a resentful person. Ah, and then, then this is when the belief in being a reverse resentful person needs resentments to prove yeah. it's right. You see? So now the whole system is in cahoots and you're acting like I do anything to get out of this resentment, but you're actually feeding off the resentments or something is, not you, yeah? They capture it in the, in the story "Freedom from Bondage" in one of the. Uh, I think it's, it's still in the in the in the big book. They were in the earlier editions where a lady talked about a resentment she had about her mother, and she had a story that accompanied the resentment. She would do anything to be free of this resentment. 
So she gets sober and then she realizes, no, 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 because she's starting to see that which is defeating her. And she sees, no, that resentment has been like the golden cow to me, to the head. It gave me all these excuses for failed relationships, not having a career, leaving college. I could, it was, the mother was blamed for everything. Yeah. But she realized in a, in a moment of clarity that her, the alcoholic that she was, she would die if she drank again. So she knew she had to be rid of this resentment finally. And then she fell upon this little strategy, which is she read in a magazine at a dentist office about uh, praying for that person to have everything you want and more without, and not even having meaning it just to do it. And then this thing will change. Yeah. Not the mother, not the resentment in a way, really the resentment will, but the condition that's, that's benevolent to the resentment will change. Yeah. Yeah. And then so she sees it not through self-centeredness, but she sees it other than self-centeredness in, in a new light. And there you go. Relief. Yeah. This is all, this is how we seemingly, we, we recover from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. Do you realize what that says? We recovered from a seemingly, seemingly means it appears to be true or false to us. So really the, the hopeless state isn't a hopeless state. It's appearing to us to be a hopeless state. And it's appearing to us to be a hopeless state because the self is presenting it that way. Because then if it's hopeless, fuck it. And that's the surrender of self. Self is fuck it. That's its surrender. And then you're apt to do almost anything, which is probably going to further the bondage of self because self is looking out for itself. You're calling it you, but it, it's not calling it you. It sees you as the host and it's the parasite. Yeah, it's right. I, I'm, I'm trying to give it to God as who? As the self. I'm trying to give it to God as the self. Yeah. And I'm seeing it. Wait, no, that's bullshit it's not real it's not you know it's, well, the it's best thing it would be thing. to give the self don't <laughs> don't give something yeah. to god as the self give self yeah that resentment's a bullshit of self yeah thank you yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> isn't it amazing that the, the field of resentments like either you you know there's been a you know, like there's, it's like there are like a million living resentments in the world. It's not like that. It's a way of looking at things. Yeah. Yeah. When your way of looking at things change, there's less resentment in your life. <laughs> That's the way it goes. Yeah. And what's the thing is to outgrow these old conditions. Yeah. By allowing a new condition to get established by this way of life. And then you're going to see, you're always seeing, but it's what you're seeing through is causing the effects, yeah? So now you're seeing, you're not looking, you're not seeing through self-centeredness, which is a form of looking, yeah? Called self-centeredness, yeah? <laughs> seeing can be looking through something else, and that's another form of looking, panoramic view, yeah? Yeah. But the seeing is us. We are the awareness. It's how it's being directed here. Uh, 
there's like there's gatekeepers, there's toll takers, yes, and they should be fired. <laughs> For sure. All right, thanks, Warren. Yeah. Anyone else, son? No other hands raised right now, Paul. Well, again, for Joe, the premise here, if you look at the big book, I imagine self is probably the most used word, really, probably more than God. And so it's constantly talking about this thing, and it gives it uh, credit for defeating us, <laughs> a lot of other things. I would love if you could entertain by holding what we call the common manifestations that we write about in the inventory. And most of us are taught and we just follow through with calling them my resentments, my fear, my harming to, to, uh, people in the pursuit of what I want. Maybe if you could just hold it differently and see that resentment is a manifestation of self in one's life. Yeah, fear is a, actually mental anxiety is a manifestation of self in one's life. Harming other people in the pursuit of what you want, that, driv that driving over people because of the fear of not getting what you want or losing what you had is definitely derived from a self-centered view, yeah? So you see these manifestations that we've been calling ours as selves and tell me if you're traveling lighter or not. Yeah, but don't tell me. Tell Nina. Paul, <laughs> uh, will you kindly indulge us into selfing versus self? Just because it really helped me. Yes. Well, self is the terminology of AA. I don't believe uh, selfing turns into a self. I believe selfing implies you already are a self. So the mental state is in the act of selfing. It's not in the act of self because there's no thing called self. So the act of selfing implies that we already are a self and then we somehow get hooking up our subjective experience with the object that's allowing it, yeah? So the body now becomes us and then the system will keep reinforcing it. So if your attention and interest gets pulled off of that idea, which it does many, many times, the advertising campaign will kick in and bring you back, bring you the interest and attention back until you get to have it as almost a new home, yeah? So now you're living from the point of view of being a self. You weren't doing that when you were a baby, and on your joyous moments, you've forgotten it, but mostly during the day, we're where living out an interpretation of life through the lens of self yeah and we see life is happening to us not happening as us yes so the selfing is you know the problem resides in the mind as aa book says well selfing is an activity that gets presented through the thought system and the interpretations of feelings and experiences yeah and it's there to reinforce this idea of self. And it's an idea of self. There's no self to be reinforced. It's a sense of self that it's looking for. Yeah? Yeah. There's an underlying sense that that sense 
lives off of, which is the I am. And then we live I am Paul, which is an interpretation. Yeah. But the I am is the knowledge that doesn't need any knowledge. You are, you're on. Existence is illuminating this day. Yeah. That would be the I am. And then there's a, a fucking rancid cherry on top called Paul. <laughs> Ruins the whole cake. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't be on this cake. I don't, it's, it's just insane. So yeah, I hope that helps. Yeah. Selfing is an activity like everything else is. Yeah. 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 Selfing. There's thinking, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, smelling, doing, selfing. Yeah. Selfing is of the mental. It's of that it resides there. And it talks to us seemingly as us, yes. So we're bound to this idea of self. And it's the bondage of self that's killing us, really. Yeah. It kills us in a lot of ways. It can kill you sober also, yeah. It's more flamboyant when it has pills and drugs and alcohol, but it can kill you quietly also, yeah. It'll have you afraid when there's no apparent threat. It'll have you withheld and withheld, being withheld to life, expecting a much grander moment to show up somehow miraculously. Yes. To live with the condition of inability to have a viable relationship with another person. Those things. Yes the possibilities will be severely limited, really. And your possibility will always be cast in time. You'll never be okay, but you could be if you did this or this or that, or you once were, don't you remember? When you were doing this or this or that, yeah. This is more about the immediacy of relief that, that's available just because the solution is present. And what we're saying is the solution is never absent. It may be unsuspected, but it's always here. Yeah? And it's nice to be awake to that. That's the spiritual awakening. Yeah? It's more waking up from the mental dream, and then you recognize what's going on. Yeah? Yeah. Yep. Is that all right? Yeah. All right. Well, let's... Uh... Let's let's close down this rodeo for the day. Hey, uh, we have another meeting today at 4.30 Pacific time. Uh, it has a different topic name, a different banner, but it could be similar, which is non-duality. So that's 4.30 Pacific time. Is anyone, Kathleen, are you going to be there today? I am. I am, Paul. Great. I'm going to so take care of opening the room today. Oh, fantastic. Thank you yes. so much. All right. I'm going to say goodbye to everyone. Warren, thanks for uh, sharing that. Yeah, there's more of that coming, bro. Don't worry. Tom, New Mexico. Kerry, as always, Hawaii. Nina. Yes, we got Kathy in Cleveland. There's Greg in Minneapolis. Kathleen in, in the Lazy Boy, the land of the Lazy Boys. Andy S., nice to see you, Jacob and Alex. 
Nice to see you guys. Bill Churchman, Chris B, Keith M in Portland, AA, A, yeah. Joseph, France, Hallie, nice to see you, Hallie. All's well, eh? Your life is surprising you, eh? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I keep thinking I'll share, but I'm like, my heart is full. Um, yeah, thank you. Oh, great, honey. Great. I'm really, it's been nice to watch what's happening from afar in the Zoom. John in Florida, he's another one. Yes. Yes. It's funny what can happen through a lens, you know, a little Zoom. Yeah. Joran from Sweden. Nice to see you, bro. Yes. We got Jimmy. Jimmy just moved. I don't know where he went. There he is. He's on a nice island there in the beach. Bruce. Nice to see you, Bruce. All's well? Yes. Good. Martin. Nice to see you, Martin. Sally. Suzanne M. Nice. Always a pleasure to be in the presence of Suzanne. Jason. San Diego area. Yeah. Yeah. Did he say you could move mountains, but the faith moves the mountains, Jason, eh? Yeah. You're on. All right. We've got, let's see who else is here. Oliver from Berlin. Kaiser, a guest appearance. Kaiser showed up at uh, season three, episode uh, 28. That's good. Good to see you, Paul. Thank you. Good to see you. And we got Lebowski. Lebowski returned too. We just had the viewers of the show just demanded Lebowski to come back. Yeah, we were missing him. The big Lebowski, he's back. Yes. Fletch, listening. That's a good condition to be in, Fletch. Listening. Miranda, as always, there she is. Yep. Kate P., nice to see you, Kate. John, nice to see you, John. Uh, we got Danny in California, Rich A, United Kingdom, Brian, Christine in Kona, Grateful Dave, Jesse uh, in Ireland. Jesse, I'm hoping you're going to end up in Sicily uh, this year. We'll be over there. Hey, nice to see you. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. At least I know if you go to Sicily, you're going to change your outfit for sure. Yeah. All right. All right, everyone. Thank you so much. I hope I see some of you today. And uh, yeah, remember Rule 62. Don't take yourself so seriously. Yeah. Thank Thanks, you, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Thanks, everyone. Thank you all. Thanks for service.